0: Hello everyone. My name is Jay and this is episode 1 of my podcast. This episode is a bit more emotional than most of them will be, but I believe that this topic needs to be discussed and if it isn't, then nothing will change. I apologize in advance for discrepancies in my ability to read and or narrate. This is a bit of a sensitive topic for me as a man myself. But men's mental health is taken as a joke and it's hardly if ever taken seriously until it's too late. I want to give you the warning that there are repeated mentions of suicide, and if that isn't something that you feel comfortable hearing or something you want to hear in your episodes, then feel free to qu- click away now. I'll make sure to leave in titles when things are like different or not discussed as such. But for those who stayed and want to hear, let's begin. Men make up 49% of the population, but 80% of suicides. In 2021, 47,000 people committed suicide. 38,025 of them were men. I bring this back to your attention not to shun others, but to inform you on this. We all suffer, we all crumple, but men are the most publicly shamed. Most men will never reach out and get the help they need. In 2019, for every 100,000 men, there were 23 suicides. This tragedy will only continue to worsen more and more unless we do something about it. These same people committing suicide are our brothers, our friends, our sons, and fathers. People who are happier than Sunshine, like Robin Williams or late streamer Etika, have taken their own life. This proves that just because they're smiling and laughing, or joking even, doesn't mean that they aren't struggling. It means that they're better at hiding it than the rest of us. It means that they care more about helping others than they do getting their own help, or that they're scared to show that they need help. There's a stigma that men are only loved if they can provide something. Chris Rock, a comedian, a man who makes jokes, once said that only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition that he can provide something. And so many people have agreed with that. I have seen many, many people on social media agree with that if a man can't provide something, why have him around? What use is he? And I I combat that by saying, to love. To, to be there to express yourself, to be there to support you and to be supported, to show that people are people and not this machine that they require you to be, not this person that you can lock up and pretend that they're cold hearted and a monster when they were forced to be that way. This episode in particular, I took to a personal level, a much more personal level than I have taken a lot of things that have done like this. I've asked people that I know in person and online what specifically men to be uh, to be specific what mental health means to them, how we can break the stigma and what they do for themselves and others. Many of them have said that they believe the best way to break the stigma behind men's mental health and encourage men to speak up is to start young, when they're children, when they're in the most influential stages of conscience, when they're still learning what it means to be a man or forming an idea of what It means to be a man to them, letting them learn from themselves with guidance on what it means to be happy and mentally healthy, and what it means to healthily and responsibly show and conduct themselves as emotional beings. One of the men that I asked said that mental health to him means keeping himself and the people he cares for mentally healthy, that despite having been through so much in his life and having so many reasons to crumple and break down and not support people. He still tries his best to stay mentally healthy, which is true for many, many men. Those same men that do their best are the same ones that can struggle the most. And people don't recognize that. People don't realize that those men who try their damnedest to be the best that they can be are the ones who struggle the hardest because they don't step in the spotlight. They don't accept the fact that they need help a lot of the times. They don't let people know that they need help. They let people think that they're this strong standing man who doesn't need help because that's what society tells them they have to be. That's what society forces them to be, is standing. I get that letting your emotions take you over, letting your emotions crumple you, isn't the best choice. Doing something like that never benefits anyone. Sitting down, giving up, letting life kick you down, and staying down doesn't do good for anyone. Sometimes you need to stay down. Sometimes you need to let life beat you. You need to accept it and realize that this is going to happen. But then also realize that you have people there to support you. That you have people there that will help you with whatever you need to be helped with. Another man that I asked said that to him, mental health means how much control he has over himself including how he reacts to certain things or how he handles situations that may cause intense stress. He says it can be pretty obscure to an outside perspective because I'm lucky enough to have an understanding that mental health is greater than that. He understands that loving himself and accepting himself for all the flaws and imperfections in his body is true to a healthy mind, but he knows that he's ignorant enough to doubt it. He recognizes that self-expression is something he struggles with every day that he spends long hours battling himself in his own mind based on the value that others place upon him and his self-expression. But one way he keeps that, that self-expression to himself and keeps it good and what it means to him by keeping his friendship circle small. He knows lots of people, lots of people, but doesn't talk to many of them outside of the bare necessity of interaction. He says it's easier to express himself around people he feels comfortable with. So he often avoids interacting with new people. That's a requirement. And that's how a lot of men feel. I personally, that's how I feel. I know lots of people, and I'll admit that, but I have very little friends or people that I consider friends. And those people I consider friends, I consider my family in a lot of the cases. I myself struggle personally with intense amounts of mental health problems. I have been through a lot in my life, a lot, from mental abuse to physical abuse to emotional, from people that I care about the most. But these people that I consider my family, who are in reality my friends, have helped me through all of it. To the people that I consider brothers, to the people I consider sisters, to people that I would do anything for, Mm -hmm. they are the reason that I talk about things like this. They are the reason that I am able to sit here today and read you exactly what I have written. They are the reason that I am able to wake up in the morning, smile in the mirror, and tell myself that today is going to be a good day, and that I'm going to get on with it. But I also know that they are the reason that I am able to crumple and fall and get back up. They have supported me from day one, and despite our arguments and our disagreements and the mean words we have said to each other, I know that they'll always be there for me and a sense of family, and a sense that it doesn't stop with blood. And I think more men need to realize that having those people doesn't make you weak. Having those people to support you, to help you, to pick you up, makes you just that much stronger. When you build a house, you build it on supports. You build it out of hard foundation. But if you don't, the house will still stand, but it can it can fall, it can break easier. But with that support, with that foundation, it's harder. It's more difficult to take it down. And I think that's something that a lot of people, especially men, need to recognize. And I know I sound like a broken record here, but I'm just trying to think of different ways to word this, but <sighs> men need more support. Whether that be As simple as asking them if they're alright, or if they want to talk, or if they just want to sit in silence and relax with each other. To shouting to the world that, you know, it's alright to not be alright, that it's okay to not be okay, that you need to reach out if you need to reach out. That there's no problem with it. It doesn't make you less of a man, it doesn't make you weaker, it doesn't make you anything that society tells you. Reach out, please. If not for me, then for your family. And if not for them, for yourself and your future. These people committing suicide, that are having these problems, that are suffering every day, are us, our friends, our brothers, our best friends, our fathers, our uncles, our grandfathers, their grandfathers, their fathers, etc. We all struggle. But that doesn't make one of our struggles more than others. Remember, at the end of the day, it takes zero, zero money to be kind. It takes zero money to be a better person.